Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. This is the show where I bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using paid traffic to grow your business on autopilot. You also hear what's working and not working right now from the top minds in online marketing so that you can get more leads and sales every day without having to empty your wallet in the process. All right, let's jump into it. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Rick Mulready, and welcome to episode number 153 of the Art of Paid Traffic podcast. Hope this finds you well. Appreciate you for giving me your time today. On today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some lessons learned during my recent July of 2017 launch of my FB Advantage local program. This is my Facebook ads program for local businesses. And man, we had a perfect storm of technical issues like we've never had before. And I want to share with you what happened and the lessons that I learned in hopes that it could help your business, particularly when it comes to uh, the big problems that we had with our Facebook ads. Now, I do want to caveat, if you're not doing launches in your business, definitely still listen to this episode because there's a lot of lessons that um, you can take away based on what happened to me during that launch, even if you're not launching in your business. Now, before we dive into all of that, uh, I've been asking over the past few episodes here and man, thank you so much. The response has been uh, amazing. I've been spending a lot of time over on Facebook Messenger hearing from all of you. So I'd love to get your feedback on the podcast here. And specifically, I'd like to hear what you'd like to see more of or hear more about, uh, like topics, guests, style of the show, frequency, length, any ideas that you'd like to share with me, I would love to uh, hear them from you. So to share your ideas and feedback, you can message me over on Facebook and I've set up a link that will direct you right there. It's just rickmulready.com forward slash messenger. That'll pop your messenger and you can message me right there. When I ask for this feedback, like I said, over the the past couple of episodes, you guys have been really delivering, messaging me with some really, really good ideas. So thank you to everybody who has already messaged me there on Facebook with your ideas uh, and feedback. Now, when you do message me, and including everybody who's already messaged me uh, with your ideas and feedback, I'm going to pick one person at random to win a 30-minute strategy call 
with me. Now, we can talk about Facebook ads, growing your business, online marketing strategy, growing a team, whatever you'd like to talk about. Uh, I'm going to choose a winner on Friday, September 8th. That's this coming Friday. And I will message you to let you know that you have won. Now, if you listen to this after September 8th, I'd still love to hear from you um, You know any ideas or feedback that you have about the show here. So it, again, it's rickmulready.com forward slash messenger. Okay, so let's dive into it here. So when I relaunched my FB Advantage local program back in July... From a technical standpoint, it was a disaster. We had three big, I'll call them challenges, shall we? I'll, I'll, I'll make it uh, a lighter a lighter word there. We had three big challenges come up during the launch. Number one, we had big time issues with our Facebook ads. And I'm going to break those all down here for you and uh, just coming up here. We also had a big problem with Infusionsoft. So we use Infusionsoft in our business. And I'll tell you more about this, but essentially we um, were sending emails out to our to everybody who had registered for uh, our webinars, and we noticed that two thirds of these people actually I'd say bigger I'd say eighty percent of the people that we were trying to email were not getting our emails, and there was they, some of them were getting the wrong emails, and we noticed this. I'll, I'll break this all down for you. It was a nightmare. We had a big problem with that, and then also. On the final night of enrollment, before it was closing, my rickmulready.com site got hacked. Uh, and it started f- uh, sending out phishing emails about four and a half hours before uh, enrollment was closing. So really, really good times, as you can see. Uh, and so I mainly today want to take you through the issues that we had with the Facebook ads and the lessons that we learned. Uh, but again, I'll also break down briefly for you what happened with, the, with Infusionsoft and also... Uh, with the hacking. It was really good times. Uh, so our Facebook ad started on a Monday, 10 days before our webinar. So, uh, Ads started on a Monday and our first webinars were starting the following Wednesday. We were doing two live web, uh, webinars on that following Wednesday and then one live webinar on the next day on that Thursday. Okay. So our ads started on a Monday. They started off really, really good. We were happy with them for the first four days or so. So Monday through Thursday. And at that point, then we started to scale and we started to, um, we wanted to increase that budget. Now I want to kind of caveat this with, I want to spend about $30,000 during this launch. I wanted to really crank up the spend on the launch. Okay. So we started to scale our ads after those four days. And then all of a sudden, the delivery of the existing ads that were running, they just started to tank and we weren't getting any traction uh, from the delivery. The delivery just kind of really, really fell off. And then we had scaled, like I said, we started to scale on the new ads that we were scaling. We were using the same ad IDs from the ads that were already running. Because remember, those ads were doing pretty well. Uh, we were really happy with those first uh, four days. And so we started to scale using those same ad IDs. Um, we had about 130 odd ad sets or something that we wanted to scale with, uh, meaning we were scaling with 130 uh, new ad sets, something like that. About 65 of those, roughly, some, I'm, this is a give or take, I don't remember exact numbers, but roughly 65 of those got disapproved by Facebook. And we had no idea why, because we were using the exact same ad IDs as the ads that were running. And we had no idea why they were getting disapproved. And so 
Of course, this is a Friday afternoon. So ads started on that Monday. And Friday afternoon, we're noticing this, what's going on here. So we tried to look into it. We, we weren't able to... We were like, have no idea why they were getting disapproved. And Facebook wasn't giving us, you know, real shocker here. They weren't giving us any real specific reasons as to why they were getting disapproved. So we got on with our Facebook ads rep and they looked into it and they didn't have a good reason for us either. They weren't really seeing anything, any reasons why uh, they would be getting disapproved. Um, and what they were able to find... Um, not until Monday. So the whole weekend went by and we weren't able to figure out why they, they were getting disapproved. The ads rep, you know, didn't have any really good reasons. They didn't see anything wrong with the ads. Um, and as of Monday, as of the, as of that Monday, so ads have been going a week now coming up on that Wednesday. The Wednesday was the first webinar. Um, that we 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 learned from the ads rep that the the ads were getting flagged in the system and Facebook's uh system for some reason and we didn't really and they didn't really again have a good reason why um and again this was not, this is a Friday over the weekend on that Monday our hands were totally tied and and this is one of those things why you know running ads for a short time period for a launch can be challenging because you don't have a whole lot of time to, um, you know, if you run into problems like this, um, you know, to figure it out. So from then on, we, we, we had a terrible time getting the ads to, uh, perform. And so again, so we were dealing with two big things. Number one, the drop in delivery from the ads, from the existing ads that had been running. Then on the scaled ads, half of the ad sets that we were trying to, uh, the, uh, the new ad sets that we're scaling with, uh, the ads were disapproved and we didn't have a good reason why. And, and those weren't getting fixed. We weren't getting to the bottom of that. So here we are in the middle of a launch. We just got to keep moving forward to try to figure, um, this out. And like I mentioned, during this time here, we had a really terrible time getting the ads to perform where we really wanted to. And this is what, um, I've always called, you kind of get into that sort of negative algorithm. It's a it's a downward spiral in the Facebook algorithm. Meaning, when you're not getting good results, when you when your results start to tank, or when you're out of the gates, when your ads are launching and they're not doing well, it's really hard to get out of that. And what I call it is sort of a downward spiral in the in the algorithm. I call it sometimes too, and you know, you get into the negative algorithm, if you will. This is not a technical term from Facebook or anything. Like that. This is just so, this is just sort of how I look at it. It's really hard to get out of that because what Facebook's algorithm is seeing is like, you know what? These are not good ads. They're not performing well. These are, you know, the, the audiences aren't responding to it. So we're not going to give much love to these, uh, to these ads. So what you really need to do at that point is to stop your ad sets and then just duplicate and start, um, all over again. So again, we're in the middle of a launch at this point, uh, with a very finite period of time. So we basically limped to the end of the campaign and the webinars that started on that uh, on that Wednesday. And we ended up only spending about half of the budget that I wanted to spend and about half the leads. Uh, so I had a goal going into it with, with the number of leads that I wanted. And we only did about half of that. Um, by the end of the uh, by the end of the ad, so wasn't super pumped about that, and we really truly didn't didn't figure out while the launch was going on. But once the launch was over, we dug into it 
to try and figure out what happened. And uh, in addition to our work, we talked to our Facebook ads rep again, and there were three hypotheses, if you will, that we came up with. Okay, and I want to kind of take you through each one of these uh, hypotheses that uh, that we determined. The first one is that we figured out that the audience overlap. Um, was a problem. Okay. And it wasn't a problem though when we were setting up the ads to begin with, but it did fluctuate as the campaign was running. We have to remember, right? That the Facebook ads platform and whenever we're running Facebook ads, it's based on an auction. And so that auction fluctuates on a day to day basis. So you're, if you're winning, and we're going to talk about this here in just a second. If you're winning an auction on one day, you know, you could have a whole new group of advertisers that are competing, if you will, against that same target audience that you want to be reaching the next day. And so the ad delivery, the ad performance, can be affected um, when that happens, right? So the audience overlap we found was an issue. And again, it wasn't a problem when we were setting up the ads. But again, as the campaign went on, that audience overlap fluctuated and that t- that tended to hurt us. So if you are looking at your, your own audience overlap, or if this is something that you've never thought about with your ads, we try and keep our audience overlap to about 20% or under. Now, if you're saying, well, Rick, how do I check audience overlap? Pretty simple to check out. So in Ads Manager, just go to uh, your audiences, and then you just check the boxes next to the audiences that you want to uh, compare. So for example, like lookalike audiences or your email list or website visitors, that, that sort of thing. Okay. So you click on the boxes next to the audiences that you want to compare. And then there's a little button that says actions. And then there's a drop down there that says show audience overlap. Okay. And that will start to tell you what the overlap percentage is. Now, keep in mind that when uh, you were doing this and when you're looking at it, uh, in order to get the most helpful information, the audience sizes should have at least 10,000 people. Okay. So just, just remember that when you're looking at uh, audience overlap. If you have high audience overlap, you know, say above 20%. Now, again, the frustrating thing here is I totally get it. This happened to us, uh, is that the audience overlap can fluctuate during the, during the campaign, right? Be due to, um, due to, you know, what's going on within the, with the auction and stuff like that. If your audiences are fluctuating and dynamically updating, whether it's like a, uh, a lookalike audience, that sort of thing. So just keep that uh, in mind. So if you do find that you have high audience overlap, there's a couple different things that you um, can do. You can consolidate those overlapping ad sets, meaning if you have multiple uh, target audiences and, you're, and they're broken up into individual ad sets, maybe you try combining those audiences into one ad set. So putting similar audiences um, into one ad set, that way you're not going to compete against one uh, another and you can increase the budget when you do that. Or another way to do it is you can just refine the targeting. So you can start layering in you know, the additional um, age range and 
uh, that sort of thing, demographic targeting. So if you want to layer in those two things uh, or la- layer in those those different types of things, that will also help alleviate that audience overlap. So that was a big thing. So that was the big first hypothesis that we um, came up with. Big first hypothesis. I'm not sure if that makes sense. Well, um, that was the first hypothesis that we came up with. The second one that we came up with was that we started our daily budgets too low. And we started at about $15 per day. And we were running... And the reason for that is we were running a bunch of different ad sets. I don't remember exactly um, the number that we were running, but we wanted to test a whole bunch of different things uh, in the campaign. So for that reason, we started off the uh, the budgets, the daily budgets for the ad sets at about $15 per day. Remember... I wanted to spend about thirty grand on uh, an ad spend for this for this launch. Okay, now what was happening though was this lower daily budget wasn't allowing us to win the auction for the target audiences that um, I was targeting. And we just talked about that just a second ago. We have to remember that you know the Facebook platform from an advertising perspective is an auction-based. You are competing against other advertisers out there who are also competing for the same types of target audiences that you are trying to target. So if you have a low... Uh, daily budget, then you may not be winning those auctions. Now, granted, if you if you just don't have the budget to be spending the higher daily amounts, that's totally fine. You just you have to do what you what you can do. Well, I had the budget here, and we just started the ad set uh, daily budgets a little bit too uh, too low. So one thing that we're going to be doing now, and that we're doing now, is starting with higher daily budgets, maybe like that thirty to fifty dollar uh, per day range, and then we can scale from there. And then as long as this is super important, obviously, as long as the audience size can handle it, right? If we're looking at an audience size of, I don't know, 50,000 people, then we really don't need that uh, $30 to $50 per day uh, daily budget. It's just too much for that audience size. But if we're looking at you know an audience size of a million plus, uh, totally can handle that. Now, just one uh, additional thing I want to say about audience sizes here, and I really wasn't going to talk about this in this particular episode, but I'll, I'll mention it now, and then I'm going to bring it up again in a another episode coming up here. Uh, on the show is that the audience sizes, they are increasing. Meaning, I've talked about this before, the algorithm is getting so smart that the more data that we can give to Facebook's algorithm, the better it's going to get you the results that you're looking for. It's You're giving it more to work with. So if you can get in that at least 500,000 people uh, on that audience size up to a few million, we're talking maybe in that three to four million range, we're finding that it's doing better. The performance is doing better. Again, because we're giving more data to the algorithm to work with. Now, you might be saying, well, Rick, as you listen to this or you're running on the treadmill, whatever you're doing, you're like, well, I'm a local business and there's no way that I can hit 500,000 people uh, in my audience. Totally get it. That's okay. You just you know, do what you have to do for your local area. Okay. Um, and then also as again, side, side note here, if you're a local business as well and you are in that lower audience size, try and think, you know, in addition to, I always use the yoga studio as an example. So in addition to targeting, um, let's just say women between, 
35 and 50 who have an interest in yoga in your area, you, you target that, but maybe you also try and test out targeting women between, um, you know, 28 and 50. And that's it in your local area and without the additional uh, layer of interest in yoga and just test that out. It's going to be a larger audience uh, to to draw from. OK, so just another thing to keep in mind. I'm going to talk more about that coming up in another episode here uh, on the podcast. And the reason that this was hurting us we, is we weren't winning those auctions. And this really led us to that third hypothesis that we're making, which is we weren't getting enough conversions out of the gate to fully optimize the ad sets. So what the heck do I mean by that? Well, really, we should have been using the new optimization feature that allows Facebook to revert to optimizing for traffic when you're not getting many conversions in your on your ad set out of the gate. So when you start your uh, when you start your ads, remember that you need to be getting between you know roughly twenty to thirty conversions per week per ad set when your objective is conversions in order for Facebook's algorithm to properly optimize for conversions for you, okay? So if you're not sure what I'm talking about here and you're like, Rick, what are you talking about? Check out uh, episode number 147, rickmulready.com forward slash 147, um, where I talked all about this. I also wrote a blog post about this and shared screenshots for you uh, that I'll link to over in the show notes for today's episode, which you can find at rickmulready.com forward slash 153. So essentially, we weren't getting the volume per ad set of conversions out of the gates, okay? Because remember, we had lots of lots and lots of ad sets with a lower daily budget per ad set and and we weren't winning that we weren't winning those auctions like we like we had hoped. And for that reason, Facebook's algorithm was penalizing us because we weren't getting the amount of conversions that we needed to per ad set. In aggregate, we were doing pretty well because we had lots of ad sets, but from an individual standpoint, um, we were, you know, it was hurting us. And so for that reason, what we should have done, and, and this is what we're using now is Facebook has that new, um, new feature that when you choose the conversions objective in the optimization section there, there's that little slider checkbox that you can check to take advantage of that new optimization feature that will allow, and you can choose uh, between two different options there that, um, you can tell Facebook, okay, hey, if I'm not getting, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing here, if I'm not getting enough conversions revert back to optimizing for traffic until I get more conversions and then bring me back to optimizing for conversions. Again, I talk about that in episode 147. Also, I wrote a blog post over at rickmulready.com, which I'll link to uh, in the show notes for today's episode. So those were the big three hypotheses that we made as to why we were having so many uh, problems. The audience overlap issue uh, that we had, the fact that we... The second hypothesis is that we didn't have um, high enough daily budgets. We weren't starting with high enough daily uh, daily budgets, and we're we're changing that now. And then also because of that, we weren't getting the amount of conversions or the number of conversions that uh, Facebook's algorithm was very happy with out of the gates. And that is why uh, one reason why uh, the the sort of the delivery started to to tank 
after that. Uh, and then we just, you know, we were in the middle of a launch and it was really hard to catch up after that. So those were the Facebook ads issues and the lessons that we learned, uh, during, during that launch. The next big issue that we had, if that wasn't enough. So again, that was started on, as started on that Monday, we started having the ish, first issues that we noticed on that Friday, went through the weekend, did the webinars on Wednesday and Thursday, uh, went really, really well, really well received from everybody. And then on that Friday, after our webinars were done, we were sending out our first email to everyone who had registered for one of the webinars. And we notice at four o'clock on Friday afternoon, four o'clock Pacific time on Friday afternoon, that about 80% of our emails were not being sent out in Infusionsoft. And some of the emails did get sent out, but then they also went to the next email in our follow-up sequence that we had scheduled. And we're like, what is going on? It was a mess. And... um what we noticed was all of these emails, like, like 80% of our emails in Infusionsoft for, you know, that for everybody who had uh, registered for the webinars, they were marked as non marketable. And essentially what that means is if you were to upload, um, if you were to take a list of email addresses and just upload them into your email CRM, they're going to ask you questions. The CRM is going to ask you questions like where these email addresses uh, came from. Now, if you are using an opt-in page like on lead pages or ClickFunnels or whatever you're using and you're connecting that to uh, your email CRM like Infusionsoft or ConvertKit or whatever, then that's okay because they're coming in through through the, the connection between the opt-in page and your email CRM. And you don't generally run into these problems. Well, we ran into this problem. For some reason, even though people were registering through our uh, lead pages page, the API wasn't talking to Infusionsoft. And, you know, this is one of those things where one system says it's the other system's problem, whatever. We don't, we don't really know why, honestly, uh, it happened. But this is four o'clock on a Friday after four o'clock Pacific time on a Friday afternoon in the middle of a launch here. And we noticed this and I'm, I go into my team who was amazing during this time and just sort of rolling with it. It's like, all right, let's just, let's jump in and figure this out. So we started going into uh, contingency plans that we had, and I reached out on social media. I reached out to friends of mine, uh, and big thanks to my buddy Greg Hickman over at Systemly, which is system.ly. Uh, he referred me to somebody he knows at Infusionsoft, who, as it turns out, listens to the Art of Pay Traffic here, uh, and he got on the phone with my team and me uh, at like 4.30 on a Friday afternoon and walked us through uh, exactly how to fix it. So we got it fixed. We got the emails out much, much later in the day on that Friday, but at least they uh, went out. We don't know why it happened, but you know the, the, the important thing is that we were able to get it fixed. And from then on out, we very clearly watched uh, to make sure the emails were going out uh, properly. And we didn't have any other issues there uh, with being sent out. So those are two of the big three issues. And if those things weren't enough, on the night that enrollment was closing, so that was the next Tuesday night, okay, so that issue with Infusionsoft with the emails happened on Friday. And then my enrollment was closing on the following Tuesday night at midnight. 
uh, I'm sitting there. I'm si- I'm here at home, and I am on the computer answering people's questions on Messenger uh, and on our live chat on our on our sales page. And all of a sudden, I started getting a few messages from people saying that they were getting phishing notices from my rickmulready.com domain. Now, I'm not talking about fly fishing in Montana. I'm talking about phishing with a PH, meaning that these there were people getting emails from my domain, from rickmulready.com, asking for, you know, to click on links and to get in for private information, all that stuff. This was at 7.30 on... Enrollment closed night, four and a half hours before enrollment is closing. As it turns out, my site had been hacked. And at that point, I'm like throwing my arms up in the air and I'm like, what else can happen uh, on this? Uh, fortunately, uh, my team, we were able to jump on it right away. And within two hours, we did have it fixed. And to my knowledge, only a few people, at least p- people that reached out to me to let me know, um, were affected by it. Maybe there were some other people that, that got this email. If you got an email like that uh, and didn't reach out to me, I, I apologize um, this was not something that I wanted, but yes, as you, as you might guess here, this launch could not end fast enough. So again, we got that, we got the site hack fixed, you know, a couple hours before, uh, enrollment closed. But yeah, I had had enough of all the technical issues, uh, that had, uh, happened. And in the end, though, we still exceeded our goal. And, uh, it was definitely not the most fun I've ever had in a, uh, in a launch. Uh, so after every launch that we do, we do a launch debrief, which is something I got from my good friend James Wedmore, who has an amazing podcast, by the way. If you've not heard James's uh, podcast, it's called the Mind Your Business Podcast. Uh, really, really good stuff. Highly encourage you to check that out. Uh, and this launch debrief is we have a Google Doc that my team fills out and includes all the key metrics that we were tracking from the launch. You know, for example, like, um, you know, how many leads that we had for the launch? What was our overall cost per lead? What was our earnings per lead? That sort of thing. Um, what worked during the launch? What didn't work during the launch? Lots of things. Uh, and then the lessons from the launch that we learned and from those lessons, what we'll do differently, um, next time. And, you know, you know, a big takeaway that I want to share with you and to give to you. Uh, for me, the biggest lesson that I've learned with launches at a, at a, at a macro level over the last couple of years is you control what you can control. Uh, you also have contingency plans for if things go wrong, like we certainly did. Um, and really, you know what? I don't mean to be all woo woo, but just know that it's going to work out one way or another. It may not be right away. It may not work out how you think it's going to work out. It might be with your seventh launch down the road, but it will work out. And so, you know, if you take nothing else away from, from this episode here, just know that control what you can control. Have a contingency plan for when things go wrong because inevitably they do at some point, uh, in a launch. You know, I don't know too many people who do launches that go, you know, 100% perfectly well. Uh, and if that's happening to you, awesome. Kudos to you. Ping me and let me know, uh, what you're doing. Um, and then really just know that it's all going to work out, uh, one way or another. Again, it might not be right away, but, uh, it might be down the road, but it all works 
out. So uh, I do hope you enjoyed this behind the scenes of uh, this recent launch and and you have some good takeaways so that you can take them into your business. Again, even if you're not doing launches, uh, I hope that you picked up some things that you can take and, and uh, lessons based on what happened to me during the launch and take them and, and, and implement them into your business. Because after all, that's what I'm trying to accomplish here uh, with the podcast is that you can take what you're learning here in the show and go immediately implement it into your business. Now, if you are liking the podcast here and you're finding value in it, uh, please share it with anybody else that you think might also find some value in it. And also, if you've not yet left an honest rating and review for the show over on iTunes, I'd really appreciate you doing that. It only takes a second to uh, to do that. So thank you so much, very much in advance for uh, doing that. Also, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I want to hear from you. I'd love to get your feedback on this podcast and specifically anything that you'd like to hear uh, more about on the show. Any like topics, guests, style of the show, frequency, length, any ideas that you'd like to share with me, I would love to hear from you. So you can share your ideas and feedback with me over on Facebook Messenger. Just uh, shoot me a message. You can go to rickmulready.com forward slash messenger. That'll pop the Facebook Messenger uh, for you and you can message me right there. Uh, and when you do message me with your ideas and feedback, I'm going to pick one person at random to win a 30-minute strategy call with me. We can talk about Facebook ads, growing your business, online marketing strategy, growing a team, whatever you'd like to talk about. Uh, if you want to dive more into what I learned here in this launch, uh, we can do it. Whatever you'd like to talk about during that 30-minute strategy call, let's do it. I'm going to choose a winner this Friday, September 8th, and I will message you to let you know that you have won. Even if you're listening to this after September 8th, uh, I would still definitely love to hear from you. Uh, any ideas and feedback over on Messenger. Again, it's rickmulready.com forward slash Messenger. All right, that is all for today's episode, my friends. Until next time, keep testing your paid traffic to find out what works for you and your business, and then do more of what's working. And I'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.